Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. God bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless of God, happy new month. I hope that you already started saying and may make sense. If you haven't, I want to implore you to please key into it. There is power in what we say. There is, um, we give credence to the things we say when we say them. So whatever you desire, no, this is how I should say. We give credence to our desires when we say them. So whatever you desire, just keep saying it. And on the flip side, it also means that what you don't want to see, you don't say, right? Because when you say it, you give it life. You give it the ability to become established and i pray for you that in this new month that god will cause his face to shine upon you in jesus name everything that you lay your hands upon will prosper on all sides in jesus name this is the month where you're surrounded with so much good news in the name of jesus amen Lord of god for the month of april by the help of the holy spirit we treated the topic adversity to advantage right and i'm really hopeful i'm sure that um at least one person right got a thing or two one one person moved from where they were to where they intend to be because that's the whole point of this podcast which by the way would be two years in june i'm just so grateful to god the thoughtfulness of god the fact that, you know, for two years, week in, week out, God ministers to us, speaks to us, changes our lives. There are times that, you know, I go back to previous podcasts and I just play them out. And I'm in awe of the things that God is doing for us in the reconciliation ministry. It can only be God. It can only be God. So I want to say thank you, Father. I'm just really excited. I'm really pumped for what God will be doing with us, you know, in the new year, right? So it's happy birthday in advance to us, right? Amen. So for the month of May, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we will be treating the topic stewarding intimacy. And um, I'm so excited. You can tell that this is one topic that I can go on and on and all about because it's like um, a fresh page that every time you you think you're you're done or you think you've um, mm, that didn't come out right. It, not fresh page. It's like um, old wine. It tastes better every time because you know when you think, oh, I've gotten here. Like, this is where I am spiritually. You will know that you've not even graced the surface. It is the desire of God that every one of us will be Jesus, literally. Imagine that in the Old Testament, where there was no Bible, there were fewer witnesses, right? There were fewer encounters. There were fewer testimonies. There wasn't really um, a... A movement like we have today at least in our days when you're feeling weak 
you will just hear that your church is say, oh, there's revival, there's vigil, there is this. You know, all these activities spur our spirit men into action. When you feel relaxed, one thing or the other, you are in a prayer group where, you know, it's all about revival, revival, revival. And before you know it, you're also spurred, right? But in the Old Testament, there wasn't, you know, anything like that. It was majorly always one man in the midst of many one man in a generation you know god highlights a man and the man walks with god and you know the story of enoch just really amazes me the fact that this man the bible says he walked with god and because he walked with god enoch didn't experience death like god took him away and that is like a foretelling of what will happen to us in the in the in, in the last days too because by walking with god in our own day it's literally salvation encompassing righteousness and holiness and all that as a bundle because you know when you it's like salvation is like amper thank you holy spirit where there is milo there is milk there is um sardine there is peanut butter you know all those things are just in it right so that's how salvation is it's like a amper a christmas amper that has assorted so you think you're done with one am i the by the way am i the only person that likes ampers i love them i feel like they are very thoughtful like it's a very thoughtful gift to to pack when you can't really say this is what this person will like so you just pick up you know varieties thoughtfully and beautifully packaged i love ampers like i really do so as i was saying so that's our salvation so in salvation we get to enjoy the gift of the holy spirit we have righteousness embedded in us we have holiness you know we just we are just living life like pampered children and so because of our work with god we will not die Yes, our physical bodies may die. For people that, you know, would have gone before Jesus Christ comes. But our spirit men will get to live forever in eternity. We will no longer die, right? And that is, that just um, shows us how mindful God is. And how it is key that every one of us stands up in our generation to say, in my family, in my generation, I will be a door opener to the workings, to the doings of God in my family. I'll be a door opener to the doings, to the workings of God in my generation. Imagine if every one of us, imagine if maybe your parents have um, seven children and then the seven of you individually make such commitments to God and say, for my family, I'm going to stand in gap. I'm going to be the midwife. Because beloved of God, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Beloved of God, see, in this dispensation that we are, many of us will be called into midwifery. Like, you know who a midwife is. Somebody that helps another person to birth, right? Somebody that has been equipped. And you cannot equip, you cannot be equipped if you've not been, if you have not been abiding. It will be strange to find somebody just wake up one day and say, I'm a widow. Um, a midwife. As a matter of fact, I got to know early that being a midwife is more practical than, you know, other, should I say other um, 
aspects of nursing. Because you have to go through the process. You have to, you have to help somebody give birth, literally. Go through exams and all that because of the, you know, because, of, because it is very, very delicate. So also, nobody is going to stand up and say, I'm a midwife overnight. They must have gone through a process. And how do you go through a process? It's by attending the class. So in a, if we relate it to our own situation, we'll say that being a midwife in this generation is by abiding. And you cannot abide if you've not spent time. And so God is calling all of us, don't let me say many of us, God is calling all of us into that place, into that position where we are birthing. Because I am sure that um, I can't be the only person that is is so um, is noticing that it's like something wants to happen. I can't I can't I can't find the right words to put um, what I'm saying to you guys. But you will know that I, I'm not sure you feel the way you felt in 2010. We've always been saying, "Oh, Jesus is coming soon." Some people will say, "Oh." Just is coming soon since 1920. They've been saying it. But now more than ever, whenever you see Jesus is coming soon, personally, whenever I say it, it feels more near that, than it was in the past. Right? It feels like, yes, it, 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 it feels imminent. Because, you know, things are happening. Things are happening in the spiritual realm. Things are being legislated upon spiritually. Now, you will know that for anything to be in place in terms of um, affairs of the government, those things have to be legislated up, which is why we have the National Assembly where they will take laws, process them, they will make laws rather, process them, pass them into bills, you know, just to ensure that there is law and order in the society. And so, in the spiritual realm too, for there to be law and order, or on the flip side, for there to be disorder, things have to be legislated upon. So there's nothing that is happening that is random. Nothing that is happening is, oh, is a coincidence. There are no coincidences. If something negative happens, it had been legislated upon. It had been passed in the spiritual realm. Somebody sacrificed something on an altar and you're now seeing it manifested physically. But before you're seeing the manifestation physically, it had been passed and amended and, you know, everything that happens when they are making new laws would have happened to it. If anything is also happening positively, things must have been legislated upon in the spiritual realm to give it, um, to make that thing tangible. And so you will, you will be unaware and see, <laughs> wisdom is profitable to direct. The Bible says that we should seek, seek wisdom, seek knowledge, seek understanding. It's like a threefold cord. The three of them are so pivotal because damned be the person that doesn't know. In fact, they will say it in literal terms and say, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. 
So the fact that you don't know that something is wrong does not exonerate you from the weight of the law if you go against or if you're found guilty of that thing. Oh, I didn't know that murder was a sin. I didn't know that murder was a criminal offense. Well, good luck to you because you will still be prosecuted even though you are claiming that you had no idea. And also, in the spiritual realm, if we want to say that, oh, we are engrossed with our lives, oh, there's a career for me to pursue, I need to get married, I need to have kids, I need to travel the world, I need to have money, I need to build a house. If we are so overwhelmed with the things that we want to do physically, that we are not paying attention to our spiritual needs, that we are not paying attention to spiritual intel, that we are not paying attention to the things that are going on around us spiritually. You see all those physical things that we are desiring, eh? <laughs> they might just die on the altar of desires. Because things don't get happen just because we desire them. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent will take it by force. Nobody is saying, oh, carry cutlass and carry, you know. No, this is a spiritual warfare and you have to get ready because every one of us will be recruited into the Lord's army. And at this end time, more than ever, we should, we should ensure that our spiritual intel is heightened. It's so heightened in that we know what the Father is saying per time. Guess what? You will not know anything and you will be made a mess of when you are ignorant. But you will know everything and you will come to know what the Father is saying when he needs you to press, when he needs you to rest, when he needs you to be looking, when he needs you to speak out, whatever he needs you to do. You will find everything in the place of intimacy. And so I, 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 I dare say that everything you need is on the other end of intimacy. Everything you desire is on the other side of intimacy. You want to build a house, get into intimacy. You want to get married, get into intimacy. You want to earn in pounds, get into intimacy. You want to eat food tomorrow, get into intimacy. You need a new phone. Like, I don't know what your prayer point is. No matter how mundane you think it is, no matter how basic, how unspiritual, quote and unquote, you think it is, everything you need is inside intimacy. Because there are some things or there are some prayer points that many of us are praying that I'm sure that even I myself have either prayed them in the past or I'm currently praying them now that, you know, the Holy Spirit will just be, will just be agitated and be saying, ah, oh, why is, she, why, is she, why is she praying this prayer now? Because, you know, that's where the Bible says that we should pray in the Spirit, not necessarily in tongues, but pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit means that you are aligned with God's will. You are aligned with, you know, you're literally praying what God wants you to pray. Because if you pray carnal-minded prayers, you will, you will pray your desires. You will pray, and your desires can be selfish. Oh, daddy, I want that job. I want that job. But 10 of you are applying for that job. What if that is not God's plan for you at that moment? And then when we don't get it, we start saying, oh, maybe God doesn't answer prayers. Or why am I not loved? 
I've realized that if you if you if you query questions surrounding oh God does it be good to me or why are my prayers not getting answered if you query such thoughts you will realize that the reason is because we are not in intimacy we are not intimate with God because see when the Bible says Enoch walked with God it was not like there was nothing God was doing that Enoch didn't know there was nothing Enoch was doing that God didn't know it was a mutual friendly relationship a relationship where the two of them were were like you know in Yoruba they will say which means that if I don't see you I won't sleep I'm sensing that was how close Enoch was for God to have taken him away even before Jesus Christ came physically. For God to have said, oh, no, 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 this, this, this guy is too good. Oh, no, 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 this guy is too good. See, see, let's, maybe they were even conversing one day and God said, see, see, just meet me in heaven, you know. <laughs> they were probably discussing one day. It is possible maybe they were just gisting in their normal way because for God to have taken him away, it would, have, it would mean that he didn't say goodbye to anybody. Maybe to so his family members, he probably told them, oh, um, I'll be in my room, right? I want to take a nap. And then he and his father just started discussing. And maybe the gist got so interesting, right? And then God just says, see, this going, you know that in those days, unlike now that God's spirit is in us, we have the Holy Spirit, right? So, 247, then, then God doesn't have to go and come and go and come and descend and ascend on, upon any man. We, we now carry, you know, God's presence in us. And which is why for every one of us, there is a vacuum in our spirit. Unless we move close to God, there will be a perpetual vacuum in our spirit, in our soul, because the spirit within is calling out for the spirit outside, which is the spirit of God. And so nothing is going to satisfy us except God's spirit is being fed by God himself. And so maybe Enoch and God were conversing. And God says, you know what? Let's, let's continue this upstairs or wherever that is. Do you know how exciting, you know, that is? That even in the Old Testament, before Mary met Joseph, before all those things happened, before Jesus started his ministry, before salvation came, that in the era where people were sacrificing bulls, sacrificing, you know, animals, there was one man. He was, I'm sure he wasn't perfect. It wasn't that, oh, he was, Jesus Christ is the only human that lived on earth and worked perfectly. Every human, because we were born into sin. So our default system is to revolt. Our default is to sin. Our default is to feel condemned. It is in Christ that, you know, who we were has gone. And then now who we are in Christ is a man born of God. But even with all those limitations, even with the veil of the temple still intact, there was a man like Enoch that the Bible said walked with God so much so that he did not die. And that person like that was Elijah. He also didn't die. He was taken up to heaven. That level of closeness where God says, see, I can't watch this one die. Ah, no. I can't wait for him to die and his spirit to come and meet me. See, just come. That level where 
like Abraham, God will say, will I do anything in this place and my friend will not know about it? God is not looking for just sons. He has Jesus. God is also looking for friends. People that you know how friendship makes you feel. You bear each other's burden. You are concerned. You are, when your friend is happy, you feel pumped. When your friend is sad, you feel down. You can share closeness. You guys are intimate. You share secrets. You share ideas. And if you know you are listening to me now and you can't relate because you've been given past both in friendship. Maybe for you, friends have dealt with you badly. Maybe for you, you 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 honestly can't point somebody. When I see people see online and say, Oh, friendship is this, female friendships, I feel sorry for them because you you are shortchanging yourself when you go through life with that mentality that people are not good. When you go through life with that mentality that you know a particular gender is not is not is not friend worthy. Guess what? Women are fantastic friends. Men are also fantastic friends. You can have a woman as a friend and you will have such a strong bond. So if you're listening to me now and you've been out in the place of friendship, maybe people have, have dealt, because you know, a lot of art can inhibit us from even accessing God the way we should access him. Because if your physical friends have all abandoned you, if you've gone through friendship arts and maybe sibling arts and family arts or parents arts, you might, it is, you might start assuming that if people that I'm seeing are treating me like this, is it God that I'm not seeing that will not care for me that much? That can, you know, whether you admit it or not, limit your um, reception of the friendship of God. And so I speak into your soul today and I pour the healing oil of God upon your heart. I pour the oil of God that makes people feel ease and makes them forget their past, makes them forget their heart. I put that oil upon your soul and I heal you in the name of Jesus. I call forth healing for you in your heart. For every friendship hurt that you felt that has inhibited you from seeing God in the position of a friend, a father, an all-rounder. And so I speak to you that in the name of Jesus, that as from today, you, you get into viable friendships. You get into meaningful quality friendships that give you assurance that God is always for you and never against you. Lord of God, by the help of God in this month, we will be seeing how intimacy is where it starts and where it ends. We will be seeing how nothing is going to work outside the circumference of intimacy. Beloved of God, I call you blessed. Bye!